0: Now, uh, uh, can you play a really quick, and I want Brandon to hear this while he's on hold, Martha McSally on Fox Business yesterday. Here we go. Look, we went to the Border Patrol leader- leadership in the field, in the different sectors and said, what do you need? And the president's budget request for this year included 74 miles. We're giving them almost 100 miles for them to address the issues sector by sector, terrain by terrain and what they need in order to start building this border wall system okay. and securing our borders. So be optimistic, Stuart, is mm. a good start. And we're going to keep fighting to make sure that we get this complete. Be optimistic. You just you shush, you be optimistic. So what does Brandon Judd, the head of the National Border Patrol Council, think about this? that joins us now from somewhere on the border, Brandon, I appreciate it this morning man. how you doing?
1: I'm doing well and yourself
0: all right man so uh so what do you guys think I mean are you, are you behind this even though there is virtually no funding for the wall and you guys can't even put up the new prototypes It actually has language in there saying those can't be built.
1: I think that the Republicans are hurting themselves. that's what I think. I think that uh that President Trump shocked the world on November eighth um, of 2016. And he shocked the world because he was a lot different than anybody else, and I think that that resonated with the uh, with the American public. They wanted something different, and the Republicans are being uh, they're going right back to the status quo, and I think that's going to hurt in the midterms. All we have to do is look at Pennsylvania. Um, All we have to do is look in Kansas at the special elections that we've had. Yeah, they won. uh, They won. Most of the special elections, they lost in Pennsylvania, obviously, but they won most of the special elections, but they won those special elections by such a narrow margin um, in in districts where they had been destroying the Democrats. And so you, what you're going to see, what I believe you're going to see, is I, I believe you're going to see low voter turnout just because they're upset that the Republicans are not following through with what the president said he was going to do, um, and the Republicans are not supporting the president. I think it's going to hurt them in the midterm elections.
0: I think so, too. But what do you, also, specifically about what Martha McSally said, I mean, there's ver- there's very little funding. Uh, $641 million out of the $1.3 trillion going to build some kind of fencing or wall, and it's secondary and that kind of stuff. Um, is she right where she was, she claims that border patrol leadership was involved and they got what they wanted and that kind of stuff is it good enough
1: for you um i, I don't it, We have to have a starting point and we have to look at uh we have to build the wall in in strategic locations so in that aspect, yes, but the problem is is we 're not building the right walls i, I mean, we can 't even we can't even use the prototypes that are built now. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I, I've seen those prototypes. I was out in San Diego when President Trump visited those prototypes. I was right there. I was 15 feet away from him, um, and and those prototypes are going to be impenetrable. And if those prototypes are impenetrable, we then get to dictate where the where the crossings take place, which will allow us to be a lot more effective. And, and so. We have to look at this and we have to take the approach and say, let's do it right. Why throw money um, at stuff that we're just going to end up having to replace or at stuff that's going to be defeated? It just doesn't make any sense. So I, I don't have a problem with with this year allocating X number of funds to build so many miles of wall as long as it's the right wall, um, and then next year we get more wall. But we have to look at it and say, this just isn't enough. The president has recognized that it's not enough, um, and it's not going to do. It's it's not going to move the needle as far as securing the border, and we have to do more. And so, in that respect, I absolutely disagree with with Martha, but I do agree that it has to be in strategic locations, and we have to identify the most vulnerable locations first.
0: Brandon Judd is who you're listening to on KNST AM seven ninety. He is the head of the National Border Patrol Council. Um, before I t- ask you about the the border wall prototypes uh, and uh, and and how impenetrable they are and things like that, since you were so close to Don, did you show him the picture of my son who was butt naked with the <laughs> "Make America Great Again" yarmulke that I sent to you? <laughs> Come on, Brandon, priorities.
1: I, I I didn't get to speak with him. He he was uh, he was with Border Patrol management. Um, which is another story, but I didn't get to speak with him, so I'm sorry I didn't get to show any. Pictures. My wife is Next very.
0: Time. My wife will be very disappointed. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Um, hey, it's going to happen, though. It's I hope happen. so.
0: I hope so. I'll give him a nice eight by ten. I'll have my kids sign it, even though. Anyway, uh, so when it comes to the, uh, the the border patrol walls, I mean. Did you guys know then that there was specific language in there? It came out, Breitbart was reporting it in the, I mean, 2,200-page boondoggle that nobody really read, but they found this specific language. How re- Shouldn't the Republicans have fought back and say, this is dumb? Why could? Why should we not be able to build the best border wall we possibly can?
1: Well, uh, again, that's why the Republicans are going to get hurt. I mean, look, Paul Ryan, the guy, I- I'm scratching my head at every single decision that this guy makes. Um you, you, you know we, we make fun of uh we make fun of Nancy Pelosi all the time and rightfully so, um, but do we not have a Nancy Pelosi on the on the Republican side in Paul Ryan? I mean, not not quite that to that extreme, but he, he the decisions that this guy makes leaves me scratching my head, and you have to wonder. I mean, does he really want the Republican Party to stay in power? Um, and if he does, why isn't he doing the things that that are necessary to to get them reelected cuz right now he's hurting the republican party.
0: He really is. Um I don't know if you're familiar with a journalist named Mickey Koss or Kaus K A U S. Kind of a little lefty guy, but he's an honest guy. And he read in this bill that in the in this bill it forbids Trump from hiring more ICE agents and limits detention beds, making catch and release more likely. Are you guys aware of that?
1: We we are. We uh, we've We've broken this bill down, and we've looked at uh, the pros and the cons, and they're, uh, we're uh, what we're looking at, what we've noticed in this bill, this bill is strictly status quo. It doesn't, it doesn't move the needle on change. It doesn't help us secure the border. Catch and release, if you, if you look at the numbers right now, <clears throat> February of 2018 is the first month in President Trump's um, Presidency, where apprehension numbers on the border were equal to or more than a month during um, President Obama's administration. If you compare February of 2018 to February of 2016, our apprehension numbers, I believe, was just a little bit more. Um, and so, what we're seeing is, is is we saw President Trump come in and with this rhetoric, we are going to deport every single person that crosses the border illegally. It, it drove the numbers so far down that we were at forty-five year lows. I mean, we were at lows where we did, where we never had immigration problems, in this illegal immigration problems in this country. We were down to those levels. Well, because our policymakers, because our um, border patrol management, our CBP management, our DHS management, because they're the exact same people that were there under the Obama administration, they did not implement policies, they did not push for the things that were necessary to keep those numbers down. And because, those, because they didn't do what was necessary, those numbers are right back up to what they were in 2016 under President Obama. And that's a problem. And it's not, it's not a President Trump problem. This is a problem with, with Congress. And this is why the American public does not like Congress.
0: Yeah, I mean they they put more uh more H2B visas in there. They want more cheap labor to be able to come in here. Um you know, you have that what else? Uh I mean, what what else in this bill that you guys saw is a major red flag for you if you, if you can share it with me.
1: Well, the the main thing is 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 the way the funding is being allocated. If if you look at uh, and give me a second. Um I am on the border so you're going no, to have to No,
0: listen Brandon, forgive I it, me. yeah, no no no, dude, we appreciate the time. This is a major story. The fact that Trump <laughs> after yesterday the White House said that he was going to sign it and all of a sudden this morning he does a Trumpian thing and says, "You know what? I may veto this thing."
1: Um uh, and and I could understand why he would do it, but I mean 10 million for for recruitment and retention, 10 million for re relocation incentives: 39 million for towers 41 million for tunnel detection 49 million for road construction 20 million for ground sensors 13 million for radio 45 million for station upgrades uh, if you if you look at where this money is being reallocated it's it's ridiculous we don't need 45 million dollars for station upgrades i'll tell you that right now um border patrol agents aren't at the stations border patrol agents are out in the field patrolling the border why do we need station upgrades? What we need upgrades on is we need upgrades on our, uh, processing facilities where we, can, where when we catch, um, uh, persons crossing the border illegally, where we send them to to process them. We need money for holding facilities so that we can hold these, these people. We need money for judges so that we can actually get these people to their deportation proceedings. Um, those are the, that's what we need money for. We don't need all of this fluff that that congress can stand up and say well look what we're doing because in reality you're not doing anything all it is is window dressing so it sounds it to me it uh, doesn't
0: uh, everything that you guys want or think that is important was not actually in the bill so no so when martha McSally said we met with leadership was the leadership really met with or did the leadership of the oh. border patrol are they so politicized that they were giving a uh, request for things that weren't needed
1: I, I don't know who that leadership was. I'd, I'd have to ask her myself. I don't know.
0: Did you think anybody was talked to then by Congress about what should be put in this spending bill to help you guys out?
1: I know that the I know that the rank and file agents, the one that were act that that are actually on the line patrolling the border, they were not.
0: They were not talking.
1: And 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 again, if you if you talk with the rank and file border agents, if you talk with the ones that are actually out there every single day, um, again, I spent the vast majority of my career in the Tucson sector. I was a line agent, um, and, and I can tell you how effective physical barriers are. We look back in, uh, in, in 2002 at the NACO Border Patrol station. Um, last year, total number of apprehensions nationwide in the Border Patrol was 400,000. In one station, we have over, it, it's like 160 stations that we have nationwide. At one station in 2003, we apprehended 112,000 aliens, 112,000 at one station. Um, that was pre-physical barriers, post-physical barriers. Those numbers went down from 112,000 down to around 30,000. Wow. Now, are you going to really tell me that physical barriers don't work? I mean, the, the, proof, the, the proof's in the pudding. So, but why uh, we don't address this and look at this and say, let's actually look at what works and let's do what works is, is beyond me. And, and it's all, it's all about, um, politics. The, the Republicans are worried that, oh my gosh, people are going to hate us because we're building walls. We have walls. Why not just build better walls?
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, if people hated them, they wouldn't have voted for Trump. He wouldn't have won. Exactly. Uh, I'm just over this. So real quick speaking, of walls, by the way, Brandon Judd, head of the national border patrol council is on KNST AM 790 somewhere on the border. And I really appreciate the time, man. Um, so you were in San Diego, Trump was there 15 from uh, 15 feet from you. You guys were looking at these big beautiful walls. I don't want you to have to give away secrets, but you said they're impenetrable. There are still people that doubt that. I mean, can you some kind some way in some way describe the walls and how they're going to work and why they're going to work and why they're so much better?
1: Yeah, if 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 you look at the technology that went into it. So when we built the original walls uh, that that you currently go down and see, there was no research and development that was done on the walls. It was just, "Hey, this sounds good. Let's do it." And that's why you have a bunch of mix and matched, um, hodgepodge walls when, when you drive along the border. What they actually did, and this is this is President Trump's business expertise, um, he said, "I want companies to come in, and I want them to do research and development, and I want them to build me prototypes that I can see these prototypes um, and how these prototypes are going to work." And, and that's exactly what the companies did. And so a lot of companies said, okay, let's have a solid wall that goes from the ground all the way up, and then we'll make, we'll, we'll make certain areas um, thicker than others where it's more likely that they're going to try to penetrate the wall. Others said, no, we need, uh, we, need, uh, we need see-through areas to where we can see the threat coming up to the border, which I will tell you right now, um, I agree with that. We have to be able to see what's coming up to the border. Um, they, they made them 30 feet high. Uh, look, you can't scale a 30-foot high wall like what they currently do. They, they, put, um, they put cylinder tubes. Uh, some of them have cylinder tubes at the top. The reason why you have cylinder tubes is so that you can't put grappling hooks at the top of them. They did a lot of research into this, and then on top of it, they had the U.S. Special Forces go out and test these walls, and there were some walls that they determined you literally cannot scale. You just can't do it, and you cannot, you cannot bring up a welding torch and burn through it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I guess if you brought a bazooka up or, or a tank, I mean, you're, you're never going to be able to build a wall that a tank or a bazooka can't go through, but you're looking at the normal tools that smugglers use <laughs> These walls are impenetrable as per the normal tools that that, that smugglers use. They so, just cannot penetrate the wall.
0: So the geniuses that say, well, all I gotta do is put a thirty five foot ladder up there and they'll get right over it. No.
1: No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I don't want to. Time, <laughs> first off, if you see how high thirty thirty feet is, um, a ladder that goes up thirty feet, not it's not happening. Yeah. Um and and then when you when you talk about the, 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 the cylinders at the top, um you know, if you put a 30-foot ladder on the south side of the border, you're not going to get a 30-foot ladder on the north side of the border, so how are they going to get down? Listen, it, it the just, people it just hate the wall. They, I'm, I'm telling you, these walls, these walls, per the technology that there is available, minus bringing out military-grade um, stuff, you cannot penetrate these walls. Now, there's nothing you can do to stop people from tunneling under walls. There's nothing you can do about that, but... They're building these walls so far underground that to tunnel under them is going to be such a cost. It's going to be, it's just not going to be cost efficient to do it. And you guys and will so have sensors
0: they, or something, right? Or you'll be able to somehow know if they're trying to get underneath there. You'll have, you know, cameras, drones, something, right? Yes, it's going yes. to take time. So,
1: so that's that's why these walls are are literally impenetrable. You know, I, I, I testified I testified before the uh, um, House Homeland um, Border Maritime Subcommittee. Ah, uh, two weeks ago, and a question was asked. Um, a congresswoman from California, of course, who hates Trump, yep. um, asked uh, Deputy Commissioner Vitello if uh, if President Trump was right when he said that uh, the walls are will be ninety nine point nine percent impenetrable. And Vitello danced around the question, danced around the question, he danced around the question. He never gave an answer. Well, when it came time for me to testify, I absolutely and said. 100 percent unequivocally that the president of the united states was absolutely correct and i gave the reasons why um the president was correct and we can tell you that where we have these walls no crossings will take place where those walls are which is what we want because we want to dictate where um illegal crossings occur
0: really you just i'm just curious though you just mentioned the fact that also and i'm glad you gave that information but Ronald uh, Vitello, he is mm-hmm. uh, in charge of Border Patrol. Does he not like Trump? Why would he not say yes like well, what you Well,
1: did? I mean, you, you have to look. During the campaign, in March of, in March of 2016, Ronald Vitello tweeted out um, a picture comparing Trump to Dennis the Menace. You do the math.
0: And this is what it's understand. I understand Trump's the president, and the government is huge, and you have a lot of people oversee, But why doesn't he fire his butt? I I don't know. <laughs> You're friends with him. He's mentioned you several times. He's tweeted about you. Call him. Send him my picture. Call him.
1: Make it happen. Uh, t- <laughs> Do you really think? Look, I'm I'm flattered by everything. I'm flattered by by you know we you and I joke all the time where where he called me a friend, shouted out, blah blah blah, tweets me out, but. We do have to understand that this guy is dealing with North Korea. he's dealing with Iran. Um, he is the president of the United States. I don't have a direct line as much as I would love to say that I do. Um, it just doesn't work that way.
0: I understand so. <laughs> real quick i and I, I I just got an email. I just want you to know this is inside baseball, but people need to know the fact that uh, you have the Republican Party liking this spending bill, just bringing it back. you know Paul Ryan loves it McCon- you know McConnell loves it Martha McSally loves it. other don't like it. You in the Trump Trump threatened to, to veto this. I think he's gonna veto it. And one of the reasons, I just got an email from a communications person with the Republican Party. Uh, President Trump has threatened to veto the omnibus spending bill. Would you like to have someone on to talk about it? If Trump wasn't serious about it and he didn't tell the Republican Party I'm serious about it, I don't think they would actually have people going on media shows talking about why he should veto this. Am I right or am I right?
1: No, you're absolutely right. You're, you're, is... you're absolutely right. And, 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 and come on, again, this is a different president. This is what the American people wanted. Wouldn't we want to see him veto something yeah. that he doesn't think is going to work? Yeah. Isn't That's... that the way to go?
0: I, I, I was just, between everything that you've said about the spending, all this other stuff, you're giving unbelievable information on the border wall, and then I got this. This is a lot of stuff happening in the past 20 minutes, man. So, uh, listen, I appreciate it. Are, are you sick? Are you okay? Allergies You out there in the dust? What's going I... on?
1: Not just a cold, just okay. a cold. I sound a lot worse than I feel. And trust me, I still look very, very good.
0: Oh, God. You know, again, that's that's <laughs> up for doing We're both we both look very good when people can't see our faces on the radio. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> that's, it's fantastic. Something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, man, be safe. Thank you so much for the time this morning, man, and making news. And I'm sure I'll see you on all the major uh, uh, news stories and, and TV stations uh, <laughs> today and tomorrow and over the weekend. Dude, I appreciate it. Good catching up with you, man.
1: Thanks. Appreciate yeah, take, it. Have a
0: good day. You too. That's uh, Brandon Judd. Head of the National Border Patrol Council right here on KNST seven nine. It's why you listen. We get the, um, you know, despite the fact that people don't like us, there are people that do like us.